everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with one of the freest dancers I've met with a super original style, Jazzy Jester from Toronto, Canada. Member of Albino Zebras, Conscious Souls, and Supernaturals, He's been a big influence with his emphasis on in-the-moment creation and expression. He had a lot of great things to share, like how his style developed, the influence of 70s fashion, connection and feeling the music rather than just listening to it, and more. There was a bit of background noise, but hopefully it doesn't distract you too much from what he had to say, because I really think it was important stuff that people need to hear. Anyway, really enjoyed the talk, and I hope you do too. Peace. We're here with Jazzy Jester, Albino Zebras, Conscious Souls, Supernaturals. What's going on? What up, what up? Come on, man. Early morning here. Early morning, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So usually what I do is I get people to do a little introduction for the people who might not know who you are. just who you are, you know, your little bit of your background, breaking and non-breaking, whatever you want to say, you can say it. Yeah. So what up? Uh, my name is Jesse, Jesse Jester. Um, been dancing now for like, what year is it? 2020. Um, <laughs> what year is it? Probably like, I know, 25 years, 26 years, something yeah. like that. Um, but been like, into the hip hop thing, like a little over that. I was always like, your typical filth, you know, with like the RMG. I was never really like, I never really gave into the hip hop side, <laughs> the rap side of hip hop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, always into like, you know, Michael Jackson, all the pop, and, like dance, radio stuff. Way back before I even started breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I started because my cousin came down from Winnipeg to visit and uh, he showed me a little one too, and I. From there, I just picked it up and I kept doing it. And met a couple other guys, Hamilton, Ontario, uh, and then we formed crew. I kept going. Everyone was like, you know, moving on with whatever else they were doing in school and stuff like that. And I just kept going. And then, yeah, moved to Toronto a little bit after that. And then I met up with like guys like Sonic, Mr. Kid. He got me down to he got me down with the crew. And then a little after that I met Dizzy, hung up with him, got down with Superman. Uh, at the same time I was also meeting you know, all these other boys. I met Lance and like uh, 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 a couple of the And then uh, years down the road I was like, you know, always kept in touch with my business. Cool. And uh, yeah, and then Conscious Souls, it was, it was true that uh, at the time it was me, Frost, Puzzles, uh, Whip, Whiplash, and Artsoy, and uh, Del. 
there's the five of us and we're just like friends from different crews that have come out all the time mm-hmm. and we're like let's, let's just make it like a like a crew that like like to get together with no real affiliation besides being friends so right right we create conscious souls and then that 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 group up and then now the conscious souls is like such a huge like family of people right but, uh, yeah yeah that's, that's, that's a quick recap yeah cool you are you originally yeah. from hamilton yeah yeah oh, crazy i was born in toronto i was born in toronto and then uh lived in Mississauga for like about 10 and then moved to hamilton uh yeah around yeah 88 and then from there yeah yeah and then i moved to toronto around like i think it was like 98 i moved to toronto and right. was there for like a little over and now you're in you said new brunswick new brunswick uh my wife's family's from here uh-huh. so um we came out here a couple of weeks ago we just ended up working through quarantine um but we're here for a few months oh, okay um, my wife is starting business and she needs her mom's help so um and she we've never been here for christmas holidays or any kind of holidays really we never really spent much more time over month here mm-hmm. so she wanted to spend more than enough because we're both working for ourselves mm-hmm. we have nothing left behind the ground so yeah it's, it's a good time to like come out reset up a little bit and uh, so. yeah cool um yeah i wanted to ask about uh you mentioned at the beginning like you said typical Filipino, more into the R&B side of things. Yeah. Is that like a, a thing? That... <laughs> yeah, bro. We're like, we're softies. <laughs> but in a, in a good way. Like, yeah. we're like romantic. We're romantic. <laughs> like, I mean, like almost every Filipino, it doesn't matter how hardcore you are. You've got like, you've got Joe to see in your face. You know, all of them, all of them have that, right? right? <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> you know i was it's so funny because like one of my homies that i had met like in la like way down the road um a while ago uh he was friends with a friend and like we were staying with him he was like our tour guide in la a little bit and he helped us like get around whatever but he was like he was an og like og like LA gangster shit. Like, but he was like the nicest guy and he was like in the army, he served his time and stuff like that. So he was like super chill. And he would tell stories about things he used to do before he was in the army and we were like, damn. He, one thing he said that he was like, if, if you heard like anyone coming down with the, in, in their convertible or their car or whatever, blasting slow jams, you better run because those are like the hardest hardcores. <laughs> I was like, damn. I'm like, okay. Okay, us Filipinos know what's up, I guess. <laughs> you got the real <laughs> confidence. You don't have to front, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are thinking we don't care. Yeah. Cross off. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, yeah, you mentioned like, uh, just when you mentioned like Michael Jackson and stuff, oh, your, your, who is it, your cousin or something? They showed you something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just remembered like there was one jam i think it was like uk champs or something there was like a toronto squad that went 
Yeah, one, one year. And I just remember, yep. uh, maybe this is like vaguely related to Michael Jackson, but sort of. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, everyone's like very B-boy. Yeah, you came out with this leather yeah. jacket. Like, <laughs> but it looks so fresh. Really <laughs> <laughs> it looks so fresh. Yeah. I was, I was, I'm always like, before it was always fashion over comfort. It was like <laughs> fashion over function. That's what it was. I was yeah. like, but that's so surprising. Like your style is so, so free and like, so, I don't know, uh, like, yes in the moment in the moment kind of like wherever you feel like going and you would think yeah. that like you i don't know maybe your fashion would follow that a bit with like oh I'll just wear like whatever i can move the freest in but you wear like yeah. a leather jacket <laughs> or like whatever and you i just little like triple x small like baby gap <laughs> yeah but uh, but no, you I, some... I used to get i used to get like Slammed on for all that shit, but <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. it was like my, it was like my hope to like the seventies and the eighties. I was like really heavy into like the fashion of the seventies and the eighties. Mm -hmm. It was like a lot of like music soul child and like the Angelo at that time. Mm -hmm. I was like, they're like yes, like neo soul, like yeah, shit, yeah, like Jake right. Dilla type of like vibe, you know. So like, right. I was really heavy into like that style. So you know, Camp Low was like, I think Camp Low really like the Day mommy, when they came out, they were, I was like, Yo, that's when you should just fly. Mm. And like, that was like one of my favorite albums. So I, I, I modeled myself a lot after that. And mm -hmm. because of the time that things were like the things that were following after that, which is like, you know, your like Neo Soul, the whole like uh, Soul Frames, like, yeah, like uh, the J Dilla, like Roots and, and Dilla, mm -hmm. like Camp, like yeah. the tribe called most of Camp. Like those guys all coming out with like the very like very rootsy down to earth vibe. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I like I like that style. So, but then also I was like very into the b boy thing. So everything I was doing was very like b boy inspired, and it fit with like what I was listening to, like the times of like what's happening with the music and stuff like that. So you know, a lot of my stuff was tight. So. <laughs> I was wearing extra small shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you made it work, right? Not now. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe that's a good way to kind of segue into just talking about your your personal like approach to to breaking. Because like when I look at just in general people who break, like there's a very there's very few people who have a really like kind of unique that's them like if you saw this the, you know the typical thing of like if you saw a silhouette yes. of someone dancing you could identify them yeah, 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 right yeah. away you had like yeah. one of those styles that's really it was really easy to be like oh that's jester like for sure that's him like you just know if you've ever seen him before like there's no one who kind of dances like that yeah. Well, I don't know about now, but thanks. Oh. I, <laughs> um, you, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you know, back back in the day, like when I when I started. So for me, like when I started in Hamilton, I didn't have a lot to model myself after. I just I modeled myself after what I saw on TV, and a lot of it was like you know bag of tricks and like uh, the what was that, the, the crush group uh, uh, tour or like the, the oh, shoot. You remember that clip on Mushroom Zip when they came down and like they, they 
was like, uh, was it wiggled? I think it was maybe leg. Oh, uh, maybe that was like a little bit before my time, but I. Yeah, I didn't know that there's been some of those, yeah, those kinds of like, tours yeah, so or whatever. They, they did a tour up here, and like they did a little feature on Rap City with them. And yeah. so, like for me, it was like the times of bag of tricks and mushrooms like, on on Rap City, and that one that one was taking on Rap City. Like, that, that tour, and those were the only things at the time when I started that like I had to model myself after. So when I went around. Uh, to Toronto, and we'll go to like whatever jam we can find. You know, everyone was like always pretty different. Like I, I, I realized I, I recognized like a, a pattern of what the Toronto style looked like back then. Like that time when I started, and coming back to Hamilton, I was just like I wanted to develop my own style because I feel like I felt like you know I didn't want to look like everyone else in Toronto. Right. So I was I was slowly like getting into my style, trying to find a style. And then I remember one time somebody came up to me and said, "Oh, you great!" I was like, "Yeah, it was probably at like a nightclub or something." And he's like, "Oh, do you have any people news?" Like I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Like I can I can there like I don't I don't know like what, like, what you mean about people news. Like I had no idea about like personal like news and stuff like that. Right. I just thought like, oh, everyone just did the same thing. It was, you know, whatever. And then further down the road, I was like, oh shit, you create your own stuff, whatever. And then uh, I remember it was it was the summer, I think, of maybe 2000. I think it was just, yeah, it was the summer of 2000. I had moved back to Hamilton for the summer to work. So I, I moved back, and Skylords in Hamilton had a studio just uh, down the street from the house. So I would work from 2 to 10, and then come home, drop myself off, grab my boombox, and then walk over to the studio. And then from like 11 to like 2 or 3 in the morning, almost every day of the summer, I was I was just dancing on my own pretty much because sellers, by the time I get I got there, they had already like done a whole day teaching, training, whatever they were. So the most, the most of the time I was like dancing on my own. And I remember just like, my, I kept falling from like news I was crying and I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I was like, fuck it, I don't care, I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do. I'm gonna practice falling and I practiced falling for like the whole summer. So like, that was like my mind for the summer. Like, just fall and like, keep going and like make sure that like never, anytime you fall, never, no one's ever gonna know that you're falling. Mm. So I'm practicing, practicing, I get a call from my crew at the time, which was intricate. Um, they're like, no, we haven't seen you all summer. You gotta, you know, we have a show. We have a gig. Uh, we want to see you. You want to hang out. Like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'll drive down and we'll do the show. So, uh, they're in Scarborough. I'm in Hamilton. I drive, I drive down to Scarborough, and uh, we do the show. And they're like, they were like, yo, what's happening, man? We haven't seen you in two months. You look so different. I was like, I don't know. It's like whatever. I was like, I don't know. I've just been dancing. They're like, dude. You look so different now. I was like, cool. And then we did the performance. And then I remember a girl coming up to me. And she's like, like, um, she's like I really like what you're doing. Like, that smiling thing that you're doing, she's like, keep that. I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes. When a girl tells you something that she likes, you keep doing that thing that she likes. So, <laughs> so that was like, that provoked the thing to like, me, that contributing to like, 
my style had bent to where it was going. And then I think a month or two later, there was there was a battle, and in that battle, um, he came up. It was Smurf, and I want to say it was Wiggles or Sweetie. It was two Rock City members. Anyway, intricate having affiliation with Rock City, so my crew was like, they were like, yo, uh, we're going to perform with Rock City. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's cool. And I don't get starstruck or anything like that, so I didn't pay no mind. So I was like, whatever, we're going to perform, we're going to perform. So we're performing, we're dancing, we're, we're doing our little showcase at the battle. And then I see Dizzy. I had already met Dizzy like once, just a little uh, like a, maybe a month prior to this jam. And they were all sitting, I saw him in the crew, like sitting in front row of, of the floor. So after we performed, I saw him outside after the jam was done, I saw him outside. I went up to Dizzy and I was like, yo, what's up, do you know me? He's like, oh, snap, yeah, yeah, I know, do you know He's like, yo, man. He's like, it's funny, because me and the crew, we were all talking, because we are going to battle rock steady tonight. I was like, oh, yeah? And then when, when you guys were performing, Everyone was like, like bumping dizzy. They're like, yo, you got that guy. That's, you're battling him. And they were like, he was like, dizzy was like, yo, man, I thought you were rock steady. You didn't know, you didn't know who you were. And like, the guys were telling me that I had to battle you. And I was like, shit. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was a testament to my style because like, I wasn't really doing anything crazy. Yeah. But I guess I was just so different at that time. Mm -hmm. And because everyone at the time, when I, from what I remember in Toronto, everyone was, like very mean bugging that you know like if that was like if everyone was so serious and whatever yeah and that's not for me like that's not yeah. that's not how like that's not my personality so i was like i want to show the fun side of dancing the fun side of like breaking you know? so like i was just like i'm gonna show that i'm gonna show how much i love to dance and i love i love me going and breaking and just that's just who i am you know i'm, I'm a joker you know I, I like having fun and i like making you know people have a good time so you know I was just like I'm gonna show that and it, it was very receptive because a lot of people came up to me after that jam yeah and again a few girls came up to me they're like I like your smile thing I like, <laughs> I like this style I'm like cool <laughs> so yeah. um but yeah it was it was cool and then after that you know, I just started hanging out more and that was like my little segue into like right that unofficially really right. um it, it was like just hanging out with him and the guys going to practice and stuff like that. They were just like, I was just always there. Mm. And they didn't even, they threw me down, but it was very unofficially, like it was just right. like one random practice. Right, right. Fiddles or J Rebel, sorry. It was like, yo, I'm I, like, you gotta, you gotta battle to be in the crew. And everyone was like, no, he's already, you know, whatever. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, but then, like me, me and uh, Dear Rebel had like a little like up rock battle, and he had this thing where he had he always had a, like a fencing sword as like one of his like attacks. And I took the fencing sword from him and I like snapped it over my knee. I threw it away and everyone was like, ah! <laughs> like the whole like, community center was like, ah! Like you broke your sword. You have no more swords. <laughs> so actually, after that. Yeah, that was like okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, it, if that was uh, like directly when I got to the crew, but I was already kind of like hanging up with them anyway. So yeah, that sounds like a real like natural, you know, 
you know, these especially these days, people are like, well, what's a real crew and what's this, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, that sounds yeah, like yeah. a real natural, like, if, if the, my, my thinking of like, what is a real crew is that mm -hmm. kind of thing. It was like, someone just naturally that's comes in and like, that's your crew. That's like, it's not just dance related. It's like, that's the person that you hang out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. they're always around or whatever. And you just kind of naturally yeah. like come together. That that's, that's exactly like what happened with like conscious souls. Like, yeah. Right. Know, we were all like hanging out. Like uh, at the time I was living both, I think I was living in Mississauga and also like I was in Mississauga and Hamilton. And in Mississauga, I was always hanging out with Frost. And Frost was like my, my home because him and I started the same birthday. We would always like do our birthdays together and we would just like do stuff together. Yeah. And I liked him, you know, he was like mm -hmm. one of the up and coming kids that, were, that was like a cool cat. And then in Hamilton, it was like Mandel was living there at the time, and uh, that's where Troy is from. So it was a natural progression that like, and Troy and I were already friends, like we were really good friends from being in Hamilton. And then I was already hanging out with Davio a lot, and we just meshed really well. And um, we were like, yo, I was at the time also in Hamilton, uh, I would every Thursday night there was uh, at the pop night at this bar called Rude Native. And I would go there and I would like get down on my own or like draw on my own. But then I also had a book where I would like write down like, um, moves and like whatever but then i was also you know trying to be become an mc so i was writing down rhymes and shit. i was, had my thesaurus and i was trying to write down rhymes. <laughs> but then at the same time i was also watching like not watching but i was always like some like videos that i watched like, like who's in la and wherever they had like really like really weird names strange names that i did not vibe with and i was like why are these names so black or whatever but at the time i was just like i don't like these names so I started putting words together and started making like, like crew names or just like names in general. And then one thing that touched me was conscious. So it's like, oh yeah, your speech doesn't have a mind of its own. Like they, they just kind of like, they just, they just, they have a mind of their own, sorry. And yeah, they're yeah. just doing their own thing. Yeah. And conscious soul doesn't as well. Yes, it's all different feet, right? So I was like, cool. And that just touched me for, for a while. And then when I started hanging out with all the, all the guys, I'm like, Yo, this, 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 he's like this, like this like crew of just friends that like to dance and just get together. Mm -hmm. And also at the at the same time, I, it was a time where like I people like my friends, my friends, and everyone were telling me that people were like biting my shit hard. I didn't even know what they were biting, but they were apparently biting shit. So I started doing this stupid shit where I was like, what if people started doing this shit? Like I'll just <laughs> dance doing this, like I'll pop rock, I'll do this. I'll talk about, I'll, I'll do whatever, do this stupid style or whatever, see if it catches on. Just being, just being an idiot. Yeah. And um, that became like our, our handshake, right? But, uh, <laughs> this, this little whatever. Well, no, it was just like, yeah. we, we like, we go like this to town and then we like, we do this. I don't know. <laughs> Some it, silly handshake. It is, but like, it became like one of like 15 handshakes that like I have that like, uh, like whoever you know yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. it's cool because like it, it is a, a natural progression of like mm -hmm. 
how things came to be, with like how I, I, I became part of whatever crew, like, especially with like, like the zebras. So with the zebras, um, I was, like I said like earlier, Lance and the guys I met in the late 90s, and I, I always vibe with those guys. Like, I saw them, they were like those cool guys. I used to like, mean text, uh, we would go down to visit them in London from Hamilton. Um, and yeah, when they moved to Toronto, they weren't far from where I was living in Toronto. So we would uh, hook up and just catch up and like hang out and, you know, just hang out. And at the time, like, we were always into like the same thing, always. But I didn't know this one thing about them is that like, it was 2007, the first Transformers movie, you know? And I had, I, I don't, like, I love toys, I love comic books and all that stuff. And I hadn't bought a Transformers since I was probably a kid or something like that, like late 90s. So the new Transformers movie toys came out, and I, I bought one. And uh, when I bought it, I was like, yo, the, the engineering behind this shit is crazy. And I showed it to Lance and Donnie, who were the two that were, that were living uh, not too far from me. They saw it, and they were also Transformers collectors and big, big collectors. They saw it, they blew their mind, so they started collecting. And then we started getting together more because we were collecting Transformers, and then we would talk about Transformers, and then we would talk about comic books, yeah. and we would talk about like, how it, like, how it, like, uh, I don't know, how, how it just, like, shapes and forms, like, uh, our, some of our ideas and how we look at them, and then they, they got into like art, and then we got we became heavily into like the art of kids. It just became like this this thing where it's a natural progression of like um, uh, dance, art, and appreciation of of those those things in whatever form it comes in, whether it's music, um, like architecture, toys. Whatever, like we always just appreciated art in all facets of it, yeah, and right. that was like something that the entire crew shared. And, uh, because at the time, I was like kind of phasing away from from supernatural. We were focusing heavily on like on um, uh, competitions. Competitions weren't big at the time when that was starting in two thousand six. Basically, like okay, we're going to train for this competition, and we have to work on our routines, like the practicing aspect of like going to a session was like not fun for me anymore mm -hmm. and i never got into this poor competition i just wanted to do this because i love dancing mm -hmm. and uh i was just not vibing with like how the approach of where the direction of like where the, the supernatural group was going and i was like kind of distancing myself away i was going to supernatural at the time downtown too so i didn't it was too far from me it was far away and like the zebras were there and like my homies some of my homies were in the city, so like, I was hanging out with them, and it, it just made more sense for me to hang out with them, and then I just slowly became part of the crew. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, anyways, that's the natural progression of like right. those three specific crews. Of, like, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that, maybe that, that last part about just kind of, yeah, your, your mentality and your approach to things and... Um, it, yeah, it always struck me as like something something that you know a lot of people don't think about these. Well, maybe more people are thinking about it now, but you know, like just in general, I think the breaking scene is very. 
competition like focused and which focused, is yeah. which is fine like that's mm-hmm. i don't think there's anything wrong with that when as long as there's a balance that that, that there's yeah you know the whole culture and like the whole yeah. like picture is there the whole scene is there yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, yeah. um yeah like your your approach to things was very free and like i think it was in white horse when all of us were up there and i remember it was either there or some other time and you were, you were talking about maybe you and troy were just talking about like your style is like it's not freestyle it's like feel style or something like that yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. pure yeah. feeling and like yeah yeah because like for, for me like the main reason why we dance i think as as uh, dancers, like if I trace everything back and like think about what made me do this and like all this stuff, like the, the first thing obviously physically, physically was like my cousin showed me the moves and I was like cool, and then I liked it and I kept doing it. But prior to that, it was the music and it was always about the music. You think, you think back to it, you're like. Even when you hear whatever you hear in the radio growing up, or whatever, you're moving, you know, it's a reactive uh, uh, response to sound, mm-hmm. right? And uh, especially nowadays, you know, I'm in my 40s and you, your energy is very sparse. Like, you, you want to like put your energy towards where you want to put it. Like, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't have like, that 21 year old energy where it's like, ah, go, 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 go. like, <laughs> so it's always, it's always like, mm, it's very selective, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of like where the whole terminology of field selling comes from because it's more like, it's more internal and it's how the music is making you feel and move. Like, if I feel like Know the Ledge is coming on, I'm not gonna, I'm not really, like, I love the track, but I'm not gonna throw down to it every time I hear it like that's just not how I that's not what I feel when I hear it like like I, I love it but like I don't want to get down to it because it's just not how I'm feeling you know what I'm saying like oh why don't you get me down this track why don't you get me down to this like I just really don't want to like it's I, I want to I'd rather like select what I'm getting down to and feel it like I really want to feel it you know what I mean because at the end of the day, music is why we're dancing, you know, and but not for everybody, but like for me personally, that's that's the main thing. Like I always say, like I'm I'm more of a music lover first than a dancer because I want to be dancing without the music. And because of street like street dance is so music focused, and I feel like a lot of the scenes today, uh, hip hop in general, like you know, whole in general, is missing that point that it's music first and, and dance second. Because like without the music, we can't dance. You can't street dance without music. Um, that's, uh, you know, for me, it's like, if you don't have the music, then you're not doing this culture, the justice that it, it deserves, that, that, you know, it's trying to speak to, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's debatable, and people probably argue this point, but that's just how I feel about it, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day, when you think, when you thought about it, the B-boys, when they used to get down, yeah, they used to get down to a certain part that they would wait for, called the breaks, hence why great boy, great girl. But I think people took that too literal and uh, would only break the breaks. But really the essence of that idea 
And again, hip hop in itself is an idea, right? So it's like it's the idea of getting down to a feeling when you wanted to get it down. And that's when B Boy was like, there was the one story I was I was thinking about. It's like when Kenny was walking down with his homie down the street back in the seventies, and then they heard he heard a track, uh, he heard on something on the radio, and his boy just got down and just started bugging out. And he's like, yo, what are you doing? You know, that to me is what the essence of like hip hop and breaking is about. It's that feeling of like spontaneity and like just emotive like reaction. You know, and I feel like because it's so, uh, this seems to be so competitive competition uh, focused, people are forgetting that that's where the difference of like the dance comes from and where this culture comes from. It's, it's a feeling because like the society was, was yeah, like shunned down on like, the Bronx and like the kids of that, that that community, and they felt like they needed to come out and like do something. It was all feeling. So like I try to emulate that feeling. I was I was there in New York in the seventies. I don't know, but I know what I feel and I know what feels good to me. And when I hear music and I react to it, that's me that is being wholesome to myself and showing people how. I don't know what it's like to like really just let go, you know. Yeah. However that looks or however that sounds, I, mean, so. I don't know. I know that's a lot. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm like totally vomiting right now. No, but like that's uh, that's the same yeah, that's thing. Just that, how it's yeah, yeah, that's like the same kind of thing that I, as far as I understood things and what I learned like, about breaking about hip hop, but breaking specifically, yes. like breaking was like, like you said, like a reaction. It was like not something yeah. that you were in control of. It was like that yeah. music came on or that part of the song came on and it wasn't like necessarily that, oh, like, oh, yeah, they're playing the song. Like it's going to, well, maybe like the first time you, they heard the song and they're like, whoa, what, what is this? And it just made them want yeah, to yeah, dance yeah, a certain yeah. way. Yeah. And like the way that I've heard it explained is like break was not necessarily, well, there's like so many different meanings now for break. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like the break of the record or like yeah. people snapped they broke on the floor like yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. they heard it and it just and yes they went off it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. when someone snaps and they just go crazy in some other context yeah. but it's like they brought that kind of thinking that mentality like onto the floor like yo he's breaking Dude, or I, whatever yeah and i so remember like, one time uh he like we did, I don't know what it was. If we were competing or judging or something like that. I think we were judging. Me, Disney, and Puggles were, were brought up to Halifax, and yeah, we were we were judging. And then, so we were taking a break. There was a little break, and we were at a club, and we got down to the floor. And then I remember specifically what track it was. It was like my fucking track. So they, they played some village, raise it up, and as I was like, fuck. And at that time when they, they came on, Dizzy was in there. But he was just like, he was just breaking, right? Which was cool. He was still doing dope shit. But like, I fucking needed that track. And also, <laughs> he wasn't doing it, no justice. And I was like, this is my fucking song. <laughs> so I literally, midway through his set, I fucking pushed him out. And I had to get down. I had to get down. Because that was my, I could not miss a chance of throwing down for that song. Because you never really hear it when you're out, right? So I'm like, this is my fucking song. Yeah, so yeah. like I had to like I had to push him out and I had to be like yo this is my song yeah and like I've done that a couple of times 
I mean, I remember one time we were, we were at a battle, and it was, I think it was, yeah, I think it was like Supernatural or like NBC or something like that. And we're on stage, and everyone's hyped, and then like NBC and Supernatural have like a, a history, you know, whatever. And then Beaches comes out, and it's the fucking song that I wanted to get down to. But he took, he like jumped in before me. I was like, fuck. So I was like really amped, but he was killing the track. He's killing it. I was like, no. I was like, I need the song. As soon as he jumped out, I was like, I jumped in right away. I like I had to kill the track. I had to like, I had to like match it for like, you know, freaking pieces. Like you can't really do your like, you do your best, but like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> pieces of pieces. No, but like, yeah, but like it was, it's so much fun to have that moment of like. Mm -hmm. that, that energy of like coming from within and like letting it out like it's so yeah. it's so like it's so relieving and so like i don't know it, it's, yeah. it's a different type of like thing than it's just like you hear this one song that you hear all the time and you get hyped because it's a song that you hear at all competitions and everyone knows the song and everyone knows yeah. how to get down to it everyone knows all the like the beats and the like whatever to it and it's not the same you know it's like yeah it's like that's not how I want to get down. That's not how I was brought up as, as like somebody that's part of this culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like you know, <clears throat> I think about that too. With like things, you what one of the things that's like so exciting about breaking, like for anyone, like when the first time they see it, because it it's like so different from everything else. For most people yeah. when they see it, maybe it's now a little more popular and a little more like, I guess, kind of mainstream. Mainstream, mainstream sort yeah. of, not really, yeah. but more than maybe before, or at least like when yeah, you started yeah. or I started. Yeah. And uh, but like, when I first saw it, I was like, "What is this?" And it's you know, it's that new yeah. thing that feels exciting. Yeah, yeah. And like, when those moments, like like you said, when when that that song came on and it was like rarely comes up and you just got that feeling like you know that it just came up in you and you had to go yeah. like that's just kind of like those moments are so rare and uh and as someone as like a spectator or whatever or even a judge if you're watching something or whatever and someone yeah. does that like you know yeah. especially with like competition focus these days it's like okay mm -hmm. this person goes and then this person and this person and this person yeah. And when you have those moments when like someone breaks the pattern and like yeah you know they go in it, they go in and they come out and then their other crew like come someone else from their crew like just jumps in because they wanted to it's like yeah. like you said that side of that element of breaking that's sort of like that spontaneous unpredictable like reactionary kind of thing like that yeah. comes from just in here and when that comes out like that's something that's it is kind of like missing or it's like kind of yeah. fading maybe or it's yeah. going underground maybe or whatever, however you want to put it but yeah it's like and i, I understand I understand how like <clears throat> things are progressing in the scene. Yeah. like i'm not mad at it you know what i mean it's part yeah. of like what's happening in the progression of breaking mm -hmm. um and it's a big part of it but at the same time it's like it's almost like how curious purists are right like mm -hmm. they want to always maintain tradition and, and like of the culture and stuff like that yeah. and to an extent it's still being preserved through, through the, on the stage but only physically is it being preserved and you know what like 
if the music is good, but it's not the best. Like DJs are always putting the same stuff, and I think they're like partly to blame. To blame, and like you know, as far as like how things are progressing in the competition world, because it's their job. Again, we're reactive, right? So it's like the music is the cause for the react, like for the effect, right? It's a cause and effect mm-hmm. thing. So if the, if, if the cause of what we're doing uh, comes from the DJ and he, he's one that's making us want to move, you know, it, it's their job to like have to do that. But then at the same time, maybe they're the ones being told what to what to play to, right? Yeah, but I know it's like. Uh, uh, with music rights and stuff with these big really yeah. big competitions it's like unless they have the yeah. rights to this song they can't play it so there was a big push like i don't know it was like five years ago for like people they would get some dj and like okay you're gonna make all the music for this this battle or yeah. something like that or just yeah. whatever yeah they get a few yeah. djs and so like those are the huge battles and so obviously that music becomes popular and then whatever yeah, yeah, especially yeah. with like streams. Like, yeah, but also like, if if you're gonna play breaks and stuff like that, that's cool, you know, whatever. But like, play stuff that like people are not hearing. Like, play, yeah. why 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 are you always playing the stuff that we always hear at every other jam? Like, there's <laughs> so much good music out there, and I'm like honestly, like when I first moved to Toronto, and uh, you know, I would go out on a, like a weekend. Tuesday nights was NASA. Progressed to like the Tuesday nights at, at Andy Pool Hall. But before that, it was at NASA and Phase was with DJ. And I remember like the first few nights, I was like, what is he playing? Like, I've never heard this shit. So then it, I made it a, uh, my, my duty to like stand beside the DJ booth with Phase, looking over his shoulder. Every time he played a new song I never heard of, I look over his shoulder. And then I tap him, I'd be like, yeah, what is this song? And if you tell me the artist, I'll be like, cool, go back to school the next day on Napster or whatever. <laughs> you, just, you just dated yourself right there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then I would like type in the name, whatever came up on, on, on the torrent. I would download whatever I, I, I could, uh, wait three days for the song. And... <laughs> um, and then I would listen to it, and then I'd be like, "Shit!" And then I would create my own library, and then I would—that was my own way of digging, like digitally digging for shit. And then, like, mm-hmm. it also helped that, like, at the time, my cousin had moved down to Winnipeg that first taught me how to bring. And then also, like, his sister started like moved here, and then like, because there was like big hip hop heads, and like, you know, it was it was like hanging out with my own family that was really into hip hop too, into music. Not just like breaking or whatever. It was like we were heavy into music. We were digging a lot, and like I would learn a lot from them. And like you know, I would try to find my own digging with them. You know, I, I tried to be friends with all the DJs in Toronto, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, you know, I wanted to just know everybody. I didn't want to just be another b-boy face. You know, I wanted to be like part of the, the hip hop scene in Toronto. Like I always said, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be like. Another people in the city. I, I want to be part of the hip hop scene. So like, I befriended like the DJs. I knew the writers, or the artists, and like the art team that was like affiliated with the hip hop scene, and like the musicians that was also affiliated with the hip hop scene. And like, I got to know the community. And, like that's a big part of you know 
why sometimes it hurts when I see the keyboard. Or I don't see keyboards at jams and stuff like that, at the pop concerts and stuff like that. Because, like, it's, you know, it's part of what we see. Like, I'm not saying I go to all of it, but, like, I like to try to go to as many as I can to support, you know, because I love the culture and I love the music. It's not like I just love to dance. Like, that's not what I'm here for. You know, I didn't start, I, I didn't, I started this because of dance, but I didn't continue because of Continue because of the culture, because of music, mm-hmm. you know, and because music is is progressing so much. I too, I'm, I'm progressing with my style. Also, because I have so many injuries, I have to like, you know, have to right, work right. around my injuries and stuff like that. Getting old and shit, mm-hmm. and me working around my injuries, it's working with what I'm listening to and what what the sounds of like today is coming out. So I'm progressing through. The injuries that I have, but also progressing because of the sounds that's coming out. So, I don't know why that where that was coming from, but <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I deviated a little bit. Yeah, but it's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, but that's like you know, it's an important thing to you adapt with your current situation yeah. and what the what's going on. Yeah. It's it's good to like you said, you know, you can remember the past, preserve elements of the past but it's yep. it's in the past at the same time like yeah. Yeah. you are where yeah. you are now and it, things are how they are now so and you gotta live in that time yeah. at the you, gotta, you know yeah. you can still acknowledge the past and how it was and, and whatever yep. yeah a little nice be, to be honest to like what's that <laughs> no, 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 no it was a good good uh-huh. message even though it was like deviating um, yeah <laughs> but also like uh as far as like the, my history goes and like the past, like I, I, I stated earlier, like I wasn't in New York, I wasn't, I'm not from the Bronx, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in that era, so yeah. that's not my history. That's the yeah. history of the culture, I get it. But my history comes from like a history of like hip hop music and the way that everyone was moving in Toronto and like how they were dancing. So to me, when I look back to like preserving history, I'm trying to preserve my Toronto history, my like uh, Hamilton history, and what we were going through. Like I, I grew up dancing to hip hop. You know, I grew up breaking to hip hop, much like everyone else did at that time, because you didn't really have a lot of access to like funk and soul and stuff. No one was really playing that stuff too much. And you know, anytime we would go back to H and to find a CD, it was like those electric boogaloo like volume one, two, three, and four, or whatever. Right. That like you would try to find yeah. and and break to those electric eighties electric boogie stuff, right? And yeah. No one was really listening too much to like James Brown stuff like that. It was around, but no one was really like in Toronto yeah, yeah. breaking to that shit. It was more hip hop. So to me, that's what I break to. I, when I hear hip hop, that makes me want to dance more yeah. than I would like with any kind of break. Mm-hmm. You no, know, break is not my history. Yeah, yeah. I understand the concept and I understand the culture of that. But that's not my history. My history is planting the Toronto history, mm-hmm. the Toronto uh, culture yeah. of breaking up of hip hop. So um, when people are like, "Oh, that's not breaking," that's you know, this is what started. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But like, it's almost like, and, and I, I'm going to sound blasphemous for saying this, but like, it's almost like you're just like following without a train of thought on your own, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, if there's one thing that hip hop has taught me, it's like, this is something for yourself, it's a self, it's a self, like, gratifying.
stop searching things and like you learn you, you do this for yourself and you contribute you contribute because you're yourself you know you're trying to be you and that's how you contribute to this culture right without without like people who are trying to look outside of the box and like trying to be outside of the box things outside of the box we're just going to become stagnant and we're going to be a bottle of water with a, with a, with a tap on it you know that's not what hip-hop is hip-hop is always flowing going yeah, you're yeah. always going to have the water bottle bottle of water and you're always going to be pouring it and like it's always going to be changing and shifting yeah, yeah. and going to different places right it's going to be like it's a stream of different like avenues so it's like if you're not contributing you're just following yourself up and that's not where the pop is talking you know you're always rethinking and you're always um, you're always trying to like to me the, the major thing that I have to give me honesty to myself you know, you have to be honest to yourself as far as like who you are and who you want to be to yourself, to your friends, and to your family. And like, if you're honest to yourself, you're going to be uh, respected a lot more than trying than someone that's trying to be like somebody else and follow the the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like for me, I I feel like I need to just keep. The, the principles of the culture but like see where that goes like create your own opinion out of it create your own like yeah. avenue with it you know what I mean like <clears throat> I don't know I, I, I hate when people are like oh this and this person said this this person does it this way like I don't care like how do you do it how are you <laughs> yeah. perceiving it like yeah. it's up to you like you know what I mean like most deaf is like you know it's beginning is back on both sides of it's like People are asking me where hip hop is going. He's like, it's going wherever it's going, wherever I'm going. Like, it doesn't matter where it's going. It's like, I am hip hop, and like, I, you know, wherever I go, it's going to be hip hop. It doesn't matter. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and it, that's one of the things that stuck to me. Like, you know, why he's one of like my inspirations for like dance art. Yeah. One of the guys. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, uh, I don't know, you know, this whole respect the past or whatever, this kind of thing you know this is this is what breaking is or this is what hip-hop is or this is what whatever is like that kind of thing is like you know it's important to understand like where things come from and and you know and respect that and and even yeah yeah, like learn about it and 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 know the history of where things come from but at the same time like like you said everything is in like it's never the same period. It's all time is always constantly yeah. moving, right? Moving forward, and yep. you know, if you can't yep. take that thing and adapt it to your current situation, current mm-hmm. life, current place, current culture, whatever, like then it's just not going to make sense. And like, um, yeah, I think that's something that people struggle with a lot. Is like this thing is changing from the way I understand it in my version of hip hop, but like, you know, people who grew up with it in new york have a different history than people who grew up with it in like toronto or or vancouver or japan or china or whatever and like you can't it's kind of like you can't you can only control things so much but at the end of the day like there's so many different factors that come in and like things are going to happen that are so out of your control that and then like it's things are going to turn into different things and like that's how yeah, yeah. breaking 
and hip hop came about was like there were these other forms of music and these other forms of dance and those people took elements of those things and it became this other thing and like yeah now we have a thing called breaking but maybe certain people are taking it in these other directions and like you know gonna have those things where it's you know where it's shifting into something else and like that gray area where it's like is it still breaking is becoming something else like when when do we yeah yeah yeah. no and that's when it's like you'll get people i guess arguing and stuff but arguing yeah what can you do yeah it's hard (laughs) yeah i know man like i don't know everyone wants to be relevant but like no one no one's uh no one's brave enough to like uh not a lot of people are brave enough to think stuff out of the box you know what i mean like yeah I, I can tell like when there's, there's only a hand, there's just like a handful of people that dancers, artists or whatever that I see that are trying to do something different mm-hmm. and sound different without forcing it. You know what I mean? Like but then also at the same time, you need to go through those weird awkward phases to get to know who you actually are. Yeah. Andre three thousand would be Andre three thousand if you didn't go through his like football shoulder pads and furry pants. Age. You know what I mean? You know, like people be who he is now without going through those stages. Like commonly be common if you didn't go through his electric circus phase. Like he needed to get through those phases, that phase. And to be the common idea, to be the honor of I wouldn't be who I am now if I didn't go through those phases. I would be as justice if I didn't go through all those weird, like tight shit wearing whatever phases. That, that was a cool face for me or whatever. That was the time, right? For me, that was, that's what was happening. That's who I was at the time. Mm-hmm. But like, I use those as contributing factors to who I am now and like, it helped me grow and understand. And obviously, you know, you get older, you get wiser, right? And I'd like to think I'm getting wiser. I know I'm getting older, but... <laughs> <laughs> hopefully um, it's matching. <laughs> I know, hopefully it's matching. But, um, but the same thing with music, man. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like I always, I always think about if breaking were to start today, how would people break? Because like, we're breaking the way that it started. And like, it's the way breaking was back in the day when it started was very fast. And like, you had that certain BPM, you had that certain groove, you know. And people were like using that. Music is so different now. What if dancing? What if breaking started today? Like. How would that look to the music that's being that we're listening to today? Like it's, it's totally different. So it's like I don't know. I, I feel like people need to understand that like times are changing, and you can't get stuck. There's a way to preserve the culture without being too literal about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I I res- I preserve it in a way that's myself, and like it doesn't like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It's still very hip hop because I'm. I'm I'm maintaining, uh, I'm I'm keeping the roots of of what made me who I am, the roots of where it comes from, and keeping and preserving the history of like how I was brought up in this this culture. You know, and a lot of people look at it too literally, like, this is great. This is people, you know. But it's it's up to the individual to like do their own research and their own history. That's a whole, like, that's the process of growing up. yeah yeah well i think that's a perfect place to maybe finish for now for now 
and maybe later down the road we can have another chat and you know pick your brain about some of the stuff but uh really good stuff that you mentioned like a lot of stuff that made me think about things and stuff that i think is really important to share so yeah. thanks so much for you know, sharing your perspective uh, thanks, and, thanks for having me man like yeah. it's i feel like it, it's so hard to like find people to talk to yeah. and be yourself yeah. uh, i mean I'm, I'm never really like uh just defining like who i am Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, you lost the video anyways, for a second. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah, yeah I, I just, just try to be yourself and something like this that you're doing, having a platform for us to talk to you and let out any kind of like knowledge, information, or like yeah. thing that like you might be harboring or whatever. You know, so, yeah. Thanks for having me, man. It was yeah, cool, yeah. even though, you know. Yeah. I think a lot, yeah. You're in Japan and like I'm here in Canada. <laughs> it's, it's, it's now 8 30 in the morning. So, <laughs> you did coffee. it. <laughs> but, uh, I did. Now I'm going to go out and take some pictures and maybe find a place to break dance. <laughs> right on. Well, sounds good. Anyway, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, um, yeah, bro. If people, yeah. let's say, people want to like follow you anywhere, I know you got a couple accounts yeah. and stuff. Where yeah. can they follow you? Uh, they can, most of it's on Instagram now. Like, yeah. go Janet Jazzy Jester, uh, JJ Catalog, because I get raw and Fig the Fig Life. Those are all my, like, those are like all, all facets of me. Right. I have photography, my art. Uh, my, my action figure collection and like my personal which is like mostly just dance stuff so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah cool following all those i, I think you, you have me on instagram right you can just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Add that. yeah 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 and i'll in the video i'll put it and then uh yeah, yeah down the road this is gonna get released in like audio podcast form so i'll try and cool. put that in there yeah. but uh yeah um thanks again and we'll catch you yeah, later man. Peace, everybody. Yeah, bro. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting on my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash RazzyF2. That's R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. This also goes towards supporting my YouTube channel where I make tutorials and discussion videos. And you can find that at www.youtube.com slash RazzyF2R-A-Z-Z-Y-F2. Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening and look forward to the next one. Peace.